Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to the Love of the Star podcast. I am Bobby Bell, Dallas Cowboys insider for 105 Through the Fan in Dallas, joined as always by former NFL scout Brian Broaddus. He is now the former Super Bowl winning NFL scout Brian Broaddus. Sorry, Brian, I'm very distracted because I'm just now realizing behind me, uh, I still have a Merry Christmas sign up. This literally just dawned on me that I have a Merry Christmas sign up in my house. This is how aware I am of my own home. Uh, Brian is a former uh, Super Bowl Super Bowl winning NFL scout. He's now the co-host of the G-Bag Nation, 2 to 7 p.m., Monday through Friday on 105 Through the Fan, and the pre- and post-game co-host on the Dallas Cowboys radio network, where after every Cowboys win or loss, you can call in and Brian, exactly what he thinks about you. If you just call in and let him have it, uh, Brian, how are you doing? It's on to San Francisco, a road victory. The last time the Cowboys had a road victory, you were still in your, like on your first job in the NFL. I was at the game. I was, oh, at that game. I was at oh, the yeah, game. Oh, yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah, I, I you was, cheered. You said run to Alvin I, Harper. I, I said run to Alvin Harper. Yeah. And, uh, well, Bob, I was going to open this show with a, a fire the cannons. Fire the cannons. <laughs> fire the cannons. We, oh, uh, gosh. Yeah. So we we had fun with uh, with Gene yesterday. But, yeah, it's a, a great win uh, for the Cowboys. Uh, I'll tell you what. On tape, looked outstanding. A lot of areas. I, I know everybody is – Got the concerns with the uh, with what's going on with Brett Maher and stuff like that, but if you just break the game down for what it was, I tell you what, coaches did a hell of a job with the game plan. Players did a hell of a job, really night and day from what we saw uh, what happened in Washington. You know, a couple of weeks ago, players were locked in, quarterback was locked in, offensive line having to shuffle around. Receivers with separation, defenders doing a great job of not letting them run the football. You know, playing. Uh, no, you were worried about Tampa making contested game for you. You made it a contested game for them, and you affected uh, one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play uh, this game in that ball game. And and it was uh, it was one of the reasons why you got a great victory there. Yeah, let's talk. Let's lead off to well. Let's talk about the quarterback because I mean that that's obviously the the big headline. I would which quarterback? Their quarterback or your quarterback? Your quarterback is the okay. big. Headline. Uh, you, it's so it's funny. You know, after you had what twelve three and outs on fifteen drives against Washington, you come into this game and you go three and out twice. And in fact, the first five times Dak dropped back, it was three incompletions. It was a sack, and then it was a ball that kind of sailed the gallop. And even though they picked up a first down, I don't know about you, Brian, but that, that's the first first down of the game coming on the third series. And I'm like, offense doesn't have it today. Here we go. Here we go again. This is a continuation of it. But but after that Gallup catch, everybody kind of settled down. They got into rhythm. Dak, I think, completed something like 10 passes in a row after that. 
what uh, was damn near perfect. Um, you know, just a, a, a great game. I, he's has he played better games before? Maybe, maybe a couple in a regular season. But given the stakes, given the history, everything else, this is this is to this point the defining win of his career by far. Through seven years, this is the defining one of his career. Yeah, I think you're. I think you've got that right. Um, I know he's played games in, uh, you know, in 2016. We were talking about games where he's won at Lambeau Field as a rookie. Game he won at Heinz Field as a rookie. You know, those to go into those places and get victories. Uh, but yesterday, it was it was total command of the situation. Uh, Initially, it didn't look good, as you mentioned. But then all of a sudden, it's kind of like the roughing the passer penalty. The Some things kind of started to click. You talked about the ball uh, to Gallup and, and what they were able to do there. I, I mean, he made, some, he made some just tremendous throws in that game. And you got to give, uh, you know, going into this game, you really weren't sure – you really weren't sure, um, you know, how Dallas would be able to. It, to me, it was going to be about could you block this front? Could mm-hmm. you find? Could you find a way? And you know, they get the sack with Vita Vea, and you're kind of like wondering, oh damn, uh, is this going to be an all day thing? But they they really they did a great job of of holding up uh, on their end the offensive line. I know that Tampa going in. You're worried about that middle area. The outside, where was the pass rush? You know, and that's the great thing. I thought you had a really nice game uh, from Tyron Smith. You had a really nice game from Tyler Smith playing on the other side. And they were able to match up. And you know, once that once that Peters went out of the game right before half, uh, by the way, that's a hip flexor injury. Uh, you and I talked about it today on uh, yeah. on our show, the G-Bag Nation. Uh, so he's the one that you're probably not going to have for this upcoming game. Uh, but when he went out, Tyler Smith probably caught a, like a breath of fresh air, like, Oh wow. I don't have to block feet of anymore. You know, I don't have to, <laughs> I don't have to deal with these big old tackles. You know, they kick him to the outside, but they did a rate, a great job. Those inside three Martin, uh, Biotish McGovern, you know, that pass rush that after that first initial win, when Biotish got swam uh, swam on that play, they were they were on it, and and even when there was a little bit of that pressure, you could see Dak was you know, a third and I think there was a third six that he had a ten yard run on. So yeah, it, everybody was really really locked in to their responsibilities, their assignments, and how much of a physical game they were going to have to play to win this thing. Yeah, I guess uh, maybe the the easiest way to take this one is just let's kind of do a review of because it was a dominant before it was not as close as thirty one to fourteen. They they honestly beat the brakes off of Tampa. Yeah, in this one and and on both sides of the ball, I think you had uh, a number of stars. So since we've already started with Dak, let's let's spend this first segment talking about the offense a little bit. You mentioning the fact that Tyler Smith had to bounce outside to left tackle. Yeah, what about you? Whenever I see that happen, whenever I see oh, somebody's shifting or somebody's coming, I just naturally, like, the next three snaps, like, that's all I'm looking at is what's happening here, and then everything else is kind of secondary. 
And my eyes immediately gravitated towards Tyler Smith. And I was like, all right, let's see how this is. And each rep, it was like, oh, okay. All right. He's comfortable. He's playing well. I, I don't think you can undersell that now. Is he a perfect player? No, Tyler Smith's not a perfect player. He sells a lot of problems with penalties and stuff like that. But just the admirable job he's done handling whatever, giving you at, at the very least average to above average play at whatever you're asking him to do at any given moment. I, I, I don't think that can be undersold from a guy who is barely 21 years old and is a rookie who had just come out of Tulsa. Yeah, that's uh, – I, I – I, there's a lot of things that have gone right this season. And Tyler Smith is one of those things that's gone right. And uh, uh, a, a major thing that's gone right. There were so many questions. You look at where he was in week one mm-hmm. to where he was yesterday against that, that team that he faced in week one. And it is a, it's really to me a night and day player. He is, He's found ways to get better throughout. It's There's some two or three plays where you cover your eyes. But overall for him to, to go from tackle, well, really from guard to tackle, back to guard, back to tackle, and be a rookie? No, come on. No. I mean, that's, that is, uh, that's some high-level stuff coming from him. And what's really interesting about this Cowboys offensive line they always talk about how much they like continuity and everybody yep. talks about playing with the same five guys. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. They really haven't played with the same five guys all year. And maybe because of the fact that they've had to do shuffling around throughout has has given them an opportunity to when they have to make those moves, that seems that things seem to work out. I, I'm going to be honest with you, Bobby. When you and I talked in pregame and you alerted me like, hey, I'm thinking that Jason Peters is going to start at left tackle. Mm-hmm. I wasn't too sure about that. I wasn't too <laughs> sure. And I and I I think what's happened with Jason Peters, the hip flexor, you know, he was hurt on a just a normal block. He's trying to extend a block. He's a 40-year-old guy. And maybe yep. they've maybe they've used up all the snaps with him. Maybe that's, you know, all the snaps this year that he's had to take. You know, maybe that's where we're at right now. But I, I was just so impressed with how as an offensive line that they were able to play in that football game. Did you notice, uh, and I, I don't I don't know if I noticed it as much as the game progressed. I don't know if it's because I wasn't noticing as much because they were, you know, in hurry up and they were having uh, success doing things like that, or if it's just they didn't do as much of it. But did you notice early on in that game how much 
late switching from the sideline they were doing on both sides of the ball. How much, you know, oh, we're lining everybody up here, and then at the last second, oh, yeah. everyone's moving over here and doing this. Yeah. And, like, I mean, even down to special teams, I think it was the first punt of the game, they had the gunners then switch, and, like, and it was just this – everything they were doing on offense, defense, and special teams early was let's do late switches, let's, uh, you know, get them thinking. They were definitely – and I know we talked about it in the pregame show that that was kind of our expectation was that everybody, Fossil, Kellen Moore, Dan Quinn, they were going to dip into their bag of tricks as best they could. What did you think about specifically the game Kellen Moore called? I'll tell you what, uh, you know, Kellen Moore takes a lot of grief uh, from Cowboy Nation, takes a lot of grief from people that cover the team nationally. Um, you know, this is this is just goes to show you um, what this offense is capable of when it doesn't turn the ball over, you know, when they and, and Kellen Moore, I mean, Mike McCarthy was in a really bad spot yesterday, and it's fourth and three. And yeah, he could send a field goal team on, or he could go out there and know exactly like I'm playing Tom Brady today. I got a shaky or a balk, uh, a shaky field goal. I was using bulky is the word. I don't know if that's the right word, but <laughs> look at a, sh- a shaky kicker. Do I take a chance on missing a field goal here, or do I go for it on fourth and three and try and kind of figure this thing out, you know, and get points? And you know, and you know, he he went to Kellen Moore and he's like, "Let's go." And Kellen Moore had a great play ready. It's like it's almost like Kellen Moore anticipated, and maybe Mike McCarthy earlier in the earlier in the sequence told him, "Kellen." You got, you got, you're go, we're going on fourth down here. You can have plays ready, be ready to go. And, but Kellen had a great play call, the, the, you know, the double pick and then run CD Lamb behind all that. You know, that's, that's just, that's just winning football right there. And, you know, but there was, there was some times where Kellen Moore, it's like, listen, I'm not going to bang my head, uh, just trying to run the ball inside. And, and, you know, they ran it a few times inside, but, where was the majority of the running game? Dak scrambling, toss sweeps, perimeter, yeah, perimeter run game. You know, it's like yeah. let's not let's not kill ourselves trying to run for one and two yards. And I kind of felt like if they could have got the perimeter game going, that they would have been able to. That all of a sudden the Tampa defense has to stretch, and then you hit it up inside with Zeke, and you know as they're playing. But it also turned into, you know. Kellen Moore, once the second half started and they had the lead, he kept throwing the football. You know, it wasn't yeah. like – I mean, it's kind of like, listen, if you're not going to rush the passer and when you blitz, I'm going to hit you, you know, on that 26-yard pass to C.D. Lamb, what a great blitz pickup by by Pollard. Pollard yeah. comes – Pollard goes left to, left to right across the, the pocket and picks up White on the blitz. You know, now you're running teams out of blitzing right there. When you pick up blitzes and make big plays, but Kellen Moore, I, I think he, he kept his foot on the pedal in this one, and um, I, I, I tip of the cap to the way that uh, he managed that football game. Michael Gallup and Dalton Schultz, I think, came up really big. Uh, Gallup, I mean, didn't have some absurd game, but he, he made plays, and it's, the, it's, it's something that just we haven't seen from him. Schultz was huge. Schultz, that was that was one of the best games he's played. You see why Dak and him just Dak trusts him so much. They they've just got that connection um, and that they're able to work it. But I I thought 
they it, it was incredible that they were able to dominate like they did without needing C.D. Lamb yesterday because Michael Gallup and Dalton Schultz played big roles. No, you're absolutely right, and great job by Dalton Schultz. I, I don't know what you were thinking in the because I don't know you were probably standing up and wandering around like you do in the press box, but <laughs> you were when 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 he threw that touchdown pass to Dalton Schultz. And Dalton Schultz ran a route that uncovered himself. Like he felt Dak going to the sidelines. Instead of going to the sidelines with him, he, he peeled back. He peeled back between and found a, a window. And Dak, yeah, soft spot. Dak fired a beautiful ball. And I know that Zach Wolchuk and I were in the studio, and Dak's rolled to his right, and we're both throwing, run, 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 throwing out of bounds. So, oh, no. Yeah. And we're like, you know, we're, we're just yeah. surprised that he just, but Dak rolling to his left, throwing the ball the way he did back into the inside there to Dalton Schultz. That's just a big-time throw, big-time catch. But I was happy to see him. And we talked about this uh, in, in, maybe in the last podcast. Man, I'm on so many – you and I are on so many platforms now. <laughs> I can't remember. But I, it might have been either Cowboys or with the pregame. But we kind of talked about Michael Gallup needing to have a big game or a yeah. game – where once again you'd see that smile on his face, you know, and he made he made several really good that that play that he made that he just that ball that he on the sidelines it seemed like it hung in the air forever, and he went up to go get it comes down feet and bounce he's running along the inline you know you're thinking man they can't overturn this that he's he's in bat you know I mean it's just the way that. His, his understanding of how to stay in bounds, how to run routes, how to contort his body, you know, they they needed plays from him yesterday, and they got him. I mean, yeah. and, and, and to go back to Dalton Shorts, I'm sorry, I'm just kind of rambling on No, here. you're good, you're good. But go back to Dalton Shorts. You now wonder if the 49ers look at this game this week, and we'll get into it towards the end of the week, Uh but you wonder if the 49ers are thinking we got to take away Dalton Schultz. We we it's not about CeeDee Lamb, it's about taking away Dalton Schultz. Much like teams tried to do when you're playing against Tony Romo and Jason Witten. You know, yeah. yeah, we'll we'll deal with Des Bryant, but you know, we got to take Witten out of this game. And you wonder if the 49ers plans. D'Amico Ryan's. If you wonder if he's getting ready, and by the way, I hope I hope he just spends all his time worried about these interviews he's about to do. And really they're probably work. hoping Dan Quinn's doing yeah, the same. Yeah, yeah. exactly, <laughs> exactly. But yeah, the, you know, D'Amico Ryan's. You wonder if the San Francisco defensive uh, coaches are thinking we got to take Dalton Schultz out of this game. That that's the one consistent thing that Dak Prescott has. Now there's uh, I, I'm gonna we'll do defense next segment. We're doing offense this segment. I'm, I'm going to have one criticism for each just because you always got to have something to build on or, or something to point out is, hey, this isn't working. So, Brian, here's my thing today. I know we've said Pollard has basically surpassed Zeke as this or that or or Pollard does this or that better. I, I've, I've come to a, a position that is is not fun to say anymore, Brian, but this is where I'm at now, especially after watching the game yesterday. I have reached a point where I believe Ezekiel Elliott just is not a productive football player. Am I wrong? I, I would say, and I'm not doing this because of his toughness and all that. Sure. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, uh, there's a, because there's a time. Okay. I'm trying to say how I'm going to say this because 
I do think you're right about Tony Pollard, and I do think you're right about handing him the football, and I do think you're right about throwing him a slant uh, behind another route for a first down. But there, I do think there's a place for Ezekiel Elliott. Now, I would have liked to have seen him get in on that third and one on the goal line, you mm-hmm. know, and they got stopped, and then they had to run the boot with Dak for the touchdown. But I'd like to have seen, but I, I, it didn't happen. I, I think for this year, I think for what you know, for how many games ever remaining or left, um, there's something for both these guys to be a part of. Does does Pollard need more opportunity, more touches than Zeke? Yeah, he does. But I think there's certain things that they 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 with Zeke. I, I think he understands where his what his role is now. I think he understands that he's not the fastest or the shiftiest or the best catcher or anything like that. I think he understands what his role is. And I'm okay with that right now because there, there's going to be a time where they're going to like move on. You know, they might not be able to get Pollard done. You know, it might yeah. turn into a franchise tag, but we'll see. I, I, I just feel like that you're on to something. I, I think the eye test tells you that Pollard is a more productive player uh, than Zeke. And, but I still think there's, a, there's a, a, a time and a place to have him uh, in the lineup. And I'm talking about Zeke uh, while to give Tony an opportunity to catch his breath. You're listening to the Love of the Star podcast. The Love of the Star is an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.